0: This is the Formation Lab. Welcome one, welcome all to the Formation Lab podcast live from the other 101 ESPN studios. We are the only show on the internet that hides things from other shows. My name's Luke. I'm joined as always by my partner in crime, Tim. How are you doing? I'm actually shocked because that might be the first true one you've ever said. All of them are true, Tim. We are the only (laughs) show on the internet We're the only but podcast
1: might, on the internet. The only legitimately true one where we, yes, we do hide things from other shows <laughs> that are hosted in this studio, mostly out of spite, but, and yeah. childish, you know, antics. But. So
0: we're in the, we're in the old studio right now, uh, for those seasoned listeners, that means we're on, uh, in a bigger kind of studio at the still one-on-one ESPN offices. And we used to have this wall of fame. And we made a joke that Alfa Romeo was so forgettable that we stapled an Alfa Romeo logo behind another sign, right? Yes. Because they're forgettable. They're just they're also there, but you don't really see them. We noticed today. Every time we're in the old studio, we double check to make sure it's still there. They found it today.
1: They they, <laughs> they took well, it
0: off the wall, and then they left it on the desk.
1: They did leave it on the desk <laughs> underneath. Uh, the control panel, and I'm like, "Oh, here, there it is! <laughs> we found it. We found it. So, so now we've gone ahead and hidden it again. In
0: true Alfa Romeo fashion, it's still there, just also out of
1: sight. Good <laughs> luck finding it. The
0: funny part is, is that the rich, in, the rich energy corner of
1: villainy and intrigue is
0: still there. So, like Nico Hulkenberg, Flavio Briatori they're still staring. Bernie Ecclestone, they're still staring at you. And
1: and the the rich energy guy himself, whose name I try to put out of my memory. Is about story. Like,
0: Dang it! <laughs> oh, come on. I said uh, William like two Story seconds is still
1: staring holes through your soul.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and the funny part is too, is that the other show has things over there. So they definitely have seen it. They, they know it's there.
1: They they just must not know what it is.
0: They're they're into it. They like the, the intensely sexual stare of Flavio Priatore. Oh my god. <laughs> they look at Bertie Eccleston and they're like, yeah. Yeah, I'm about that. You know, you know how you know how like some uh, like some guys like in the gym will have like a Poster of like you know some bikini clad chick and they're like working out and like yeah staring at you know some poster of you know I don't know some it, Pamela are, Anderson in a bikini right we,
1: we are dancing very dangerously close to the personal proclivities of our coworkers so right. I'm just we should probably stop I'm
0: just saying that that is that right they like they they do their they do the show and they are looking at Bernie Ecclestone like
1: I do it for that that's right oh boy <laughs> a, HR is gonna call.
0: Oh, it's okay. I, we work, I work in a radio station w- with happen. almost entirely males that talks about sports. You can bet your butt the HR is already busy enough.
1: Oh, so busy. <laughs> You're just writing down like, damn it, another lawsuit.
0: Hey, anyway. speaking of being busy, yes. all right, it's been a busy kind of weekend for you and I. I, yes. I didn't anticipate the British Grand Prix to be this wild
1: consequential
0: consequential and and kind of weird it, it was i really liked the race and i know beforehand you said you weren't a huge fan of the race but right. this had all the makings of formula 1 in a weekend
1: it it did and we'll we'll give it a letter grade later on yes. as we are want to do i don't think we're going to do a reverse grid walk today because the the controversy was pretty well centered uh, around there, one incident. Yeah, there's
0: one thing that we're going to talk about for the most of the show. You correct. guys know what
1: it is. But you, yeah. If anybody we, watched it, we, we have
0: know, like, an interesting take on it though, and we, do. we have interesting information regarding that take from uh, we'll just say professional racing drivers.
1: Yes, and uh, <laughs> we may or may not disagree. Yeah. Um, but here the the thing for me going into the weekend it was interesting because. Uh, Friday was the sprint race, or Friday was the qualifying to set up for the sprint race.
0: Which was on Saturday, which already was a bit of intrigue. I anticipated the sprint race to be the only source of real fun this weekend, shall we say. Not that the race wouldn't have been fun, but I anticipated the sprint race to reshuffle everybody based on race pace and then effectively take overtakes away from the race and put them in the sprint race.
1: Yeah, and it was interesting. 17 laps. Um, Which really, I... I know it's a
0: sprint, right? right. <laughs> Which by the way, F1 sprint. It's not the sprint race, it's the sprint race. Don't it, don't e- yeah.
1: don't even. Shut up. Anybody that said that, <laughs> shut up. Um, but
0: but it, I I liked that. 17 laps. I didn't realize how quickly that would go to me.
1: It went pretty quickly. And the thing is is that it was aside from some initial dueling and some Fernando Alonso shenanigans, quite boring. It was
0: it wasn't the best but I walked away I think with a slightly positive impression I'm okay if you want to do this for places um like Monza like Montreal yeah. w- at places where you know qualifying in its current format where you just wait leads to 2019 Italy results right right places yeah. where this format doesn't quite work you save it for a couple events. Don't do it at Monaco because you're gonna take away the only one pass that can happen on that track right but I think that it is justified in a way in I also, some
1: tracks where yeah
0: it, it, where shenanigans can happen on qualifying. I also think too what sold well, part of what sold me was Checo Perez uh him binning it in the Sprint race. And that was a hugely rough kind of,
1: overall weekend for Checo. R- absolutely. Holy cow.
0: Huge incident. He's lucky that he kept it out of the wall because that could have been pretty, pretty darn dangerous. Um, but I think to me, I saw that and I said, you know what? He made an unforced error in Maggot's Beckett's, and he's going to pay for that in terms of the race. And that unforced error would would not have happened, you know, if you're just running one lap and banking it in Q three, right? And I think that the extra laps at extra time for extra drama to happen that might shuffle the field up more than if you just ran qualifications as it stood. Yeah. So in a way, I think between Alonso and Checo, I think we almost got kind of what the sprint race wants to bring, which is extra chaos on race day.
1: Yeah. In a way. I mean, in a way. And the thing is, I, I think for me, it it was meh. You know, it's the first time we're doing it. Yeah. We're getting used to it. You know, the qualifying on Friday was interesting. All of a sudden, Lewis puts it on pole. And, I mean, honestly, it it was like a child getting his first toy. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, (laughs) my God. It's just. And then that that actually becomes a theme later on that I'll talk about that irritated me most about this weekend. I will Um,
0: say, though, uh, I I do buy that all of Lewis's emotions are actually pretty real this weekend because he does the, oh, you know, it's just great, and you can tell he's half-hearted, thinking the best fans ever that are sitting in, you know, Azerbaijan. Best fans. The best fans here in Baku. And it's like, no offense, Baku, but, like, you're Baku. (laughs) But he had to fight for, what I'm saying, though, is he had to fight for pole position after the year, after the past couple months that he's had. I do buy the actual, like, he he was emotional. Oh at yeah. Win, so. No, I,
1: I completely get that, um, and I think that 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 actually is a theme through the weekend that about his emotions and probably sinking into his racecraft a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, you know, I think uh, while we're here, though, quick little sidebar: we won't talk about it after this. Who do you think does have the best fans? Who do I think does have the best fans?
0: Um, I I am going to can I give can I give two. Okay, Uh, look, I am not a Ferrari guy, all right? I am not, I've never been a fan of Ferrari. In fact, if there's one team that uh, I really haven't rooted for a lot, it's Ferrari because most of the time the team, you know, I want McLaren to beat Ferrari or, Mm -hmm. you know, Ferrari versus Mercedes. Well, Mercedes is an evil empire, but so is Ferrari. So, go, you know, I think I would go with Italy. I, I don't know if they're, Silverstone's awesome. Right, yeah. it's, the, it's the spiritual home of F1, um, but just watching the fans, the Defosi mob, yeah. Monza, the red smoke bombs everywhere, every single lap, I'm going with the fans at
1: Monza. What would you say? Um, I wouldn't go there because of just how much pressure they put on that team right? And how toxic it makes that environment, I, I, how they want I, to live up to it. I,
0: to- I totally understand that take. It's <laughs> yeah. toxic as all get out. It's yeah. high pressure. It is drama. Yes. But that's because the fans are so intense. But anyway, carry on. And
1: they're so Italian. Yeah. Um. But no, I was gonna say Japan.
0: I okay. My my two were Japan or uh or Monza, and I just think Monza because yeah. of how intensely wild it is. Yeah. I think I go there, but Japan is super respectful, and they really do. The, they the-
1: adore everyone. You see fans <laughs> of like all all teams, all drivers. Everybody gets the crazy hats. Everybody gets the crazy mm-hmm. shirts. Mm-hmm. So, and they always they
0: always sell hundreds of thousands of tickets too. Oh it's yeah. packed.
1: Uh and but this race weekend uh at Silverstone the first one since uh 2019 or 2019. It does
0: deserve honorable mention for its fans, though. Silverstone oh, yeah. does. Silverstone was electric this, this weekend. Is too, you- this is just
1: this is two Americans, you know, watching on TV yeah. and thinking, "Oh, that well that and this is just our takes." I mean, I've I'm, you know, probably biased because I watch the Motorsport. dot uh, app, and um, it's a lot of fun because I get to watch Super Formula, and the fandom there is just incredible in Japan. So that's yep. why I have that take. Not, not to take away from Silverstone, um, but Silverstone did have three hundred and fifty six thousand people there this weekend. Yeah, and the that and the was place impressive.
0: was electric. The yeah. fans were electric. Um, because but, And they
1: kept all social distancing mm-hmm. was kind of a which was, I mean, yeah. Lewis tried to go up and you know kind of get in the party, but he couldn't. Yeah, you know.
0: But the fans were electric, not only for Lewis, but for George Russell, for Lando Norris. All three of them received massive rounds of applause because on the qualifying on Friday, they had phenomenal results. Boy, George goes and only puts it in Q3 again with a P7. And then, um, well, you know what happened. Yeah. But we'll get to that. We will. Shall we get to the race?
1: I think we can dispense with the rest of it. Do we have anything else running up until the race itself?
0: I don't think so, unless you want to get Just to some of the news stuff, but I, I think we'll save the news stuff for later. Yeah,
1: there really was not a whole lot.
0: Uh, al- well, we'll get to the Alpha thing, which is good. It, but, alpha
1: Alpha did extend for three years yep. in the sport, so yay. Uh, there was no Mercedes and George Russell announcement this weekend, which no, was interesting.
0: No, but I think the, the, you can read between the lines. Because they never said Probably there's no. The summer break. Well, yeah, they've never said there's no agreement. They just said we're not going to announce anything at Silverstone.
1: Coy. Koi,
0: But that's exactly how you play it. Throw him in the coy pond. Uh, George wouldn't have been doing the things he does, and everybody dropping heads, and there's a smirk on, you know, a certain smirk when they're asked about it. Yeah. So, but. Go
1: to get the get smile on the face.
0: You can see in this diagram. It makes me very happy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the race didn't make him very happy. <laughs>
0: no. So,
1: anyway, the, should,
0: should we start with big thing or should we start with a, a few small things? Tim? Let's do the small
1: me. things first. All right, let's do the small gonna things. Because we're going to do the dominant stuff.
0: Let's cover all the small things. Yes. Starting with George Russell starts P12 after a three-place pla- three grid penalty uh, during the sprint race for an incident. George Russell loses out on the points again. I think that, and this is going to sound really biased and i don't think it really is i think if you read into the nuance of the situation i think that his qualifying result is a testament to george russell i think the race results are a testament to the williams
1: and i'll and i'll give it that you know the george can keep it on the line he can keep it going fast um he's, you know, he's and mr I, usually, saturday
0: but i think only because the williams doesn't have sunday pace
1: correct it, it has qualifying pace not race pace qualifying trim does pretty well So, but that means they're on the right track, which is excellent. So we'll take that. They had no Um, pace. No, (laughs) no pace. Uh, Leading into this weekend, poor little Lando Norris was mugged last weekend. Yep, as we discussed in the show, Uh, didn't
0: affect him on the track all that much, though. He was. He
1: turned it around. He did pretty well. Zach Brown wasn't able to be there to build him up because he has come down with the Delta variant of COVID, Um, so he was uh, isolating. Mm -hmm. But uh, McLaren did had a pretty good. Showing this weekend, Danny Rick actually almost out Lando, which was impressive. And he finished up in the top five, his
0: first top five for McLaren. Yeah. And honestly, if you look at what they did, Lando four, Danny Rick five, Again, that's, that's a exa- solid result. That is the, I don't want to say best case scenario, but that is the, that is what you hope for. That right? is the that is our goal. That they need. That's our goal every week is yep. four or five. Anything above four is a gift. Anything below five, we need to come a, kind of step back up. Yep. But. Um, did I don't want to turn this into the COVID cast, but is the are vaccinations mostly effective against the Delta variant? I think I read that
1: the efficacy is like it's out. The numbers are out, but it does seem that the uh, efficacy of the of the vaccine is doing well against the Delta variant. Okay, you Not- can still be vaccinated and carry the Delta variant and pass it on to someone who is unvaccinated, okay. which is unfortunate. Um, but that is, yeah, it seems to be okay against okay because the virus because right.
0: I was wondering as Zach Brown came down with it, you know, uh, most if not I think all of the grid, uh, even the paddock, not just the grid but the paddock is vaccinated at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, So I was wondering because Zach Brown coming down with the Delta variant, you know, I I I would have to guess he's vaccinated. I, I, I think you have to be to right. be in the pit lane. Yeah. So, so, but you can still come down with it though if you're yes. vaccinated. Uh, much like you can come down with COVID if you're vaccinated, I believe. So, um, Much
1: like the flu. Yep. But anyway.
0: Anyway, so back to actual racing. Yes. Um, heartbreak for Charles Leclerc.
1: Uh, but it is one of the more impressive things, and we should park it for a minute.
0: I think we should park it for a minute, too, because my thing is I I want to say as the saying goes, easy come, easy go. He led 50 of 52 laps, I think. Uh, I, I don't have the sheet in front of me. 50 of 52 laps. The reason he got first, though, is because of the incident between Verstappen and Hamilton, which we will break down. But why did he get it out from in front of Hamilton? Because Hamilton was just in an incident and knew that there was going to be a yellow flag, so he slowed down. Charles slowed down, but he slowed down at a more leisurely pace than Hamilton. Yeah. If 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 Max just goes well, and, off and, and Lewis every— had damage. Yeah. So— it, Charles basically slid in because— The yellow wasn't quite out at that point, even though everybody knew it would be. And if it was if Max gets punted off onto a tarmac area uh, where, you know, he's not in the wall and he can just drive back on and everybody knows it's green. Lewis doesn't give that position
1: up, I don't think. No. So but
0: as much as it hurts her, Charles,
1: it is. But here's the thing. It's it's good news overall for Ferrari. Good news
0: um, and suspicious news. Carry on.
1: We, as a show, we are very suspicious of Ferrari. They did seem to have more horsepower. They had more straight line speed than they normally did. Now, obviously, they were outlegged by the Mercedes. But they did have cornering speed that looked decent. Their front tires didn't seem as gross as they would be. So maybe mm-hmm. the aerodynamic tweaks have, have worked out, which is great. I'm happy for them. A strong Ferrari is a strong Formula One. Um, so I think that you need all three at the front competing How cool would it be if this were actually a three-way championship fight between Lewis, Charles, and Max?
0: That's what you dream of. That's that's
1: that's exactly what you dream of. So it was cool to see Ferrari gaining. Now, do I think that they're developing? Absolutely. Do I think that's probably part of their sealed agreement? Probably. But it was cool to see Charles up there. It was kind of heartbreaking for him.
0: I think the one, to me, to measure Charles against isn't against Lewis, right? Because if you go, he was faster than Lewis for 50 laps— no, I don't think Lewis was trying the rest of that entire first stint.
1: He was keeping his powder dry. Keep
0: your powder dry and just know that when you get fresh tires, you get fresh hards, you're going to turn it on and you're going to zip right by them. That's it. I think that
1: what... what, <laughs> what? I, I didn't say it. I did not say it. I, I don't, did not make the joke. I don't even know what joke you could have it's made. It's okay.
0: Okay. All right, fine. Anyway, I, do, I think the one that Ferrari needs to measure against, though, is McLaren, right? Because yes. Ferrari, the next step for them is to start trying to edge in on McLaren's third place. Correct. Right? Um, Not that they're going to do it this year, but maybe next year they take a step forward and McLaren doesn't. But in terms of their pace to McLaren, when Lewis was trying, they couldn't compete. But they stayed a pretty steady pace ahead of McLaren. Uh, They weren't leaving him in the dust, but the gap wasn't growing at an outrageous rate, and it wasn't uh, you know, shrinking all that much. So I think... You know, calling those two cars right about closer than they should be—that's a good step because I think that's the two teams. That's the team they need to compare yeah. themselves
1: to, look at themselves. And they are currently 15 points behind. Um, and I do think it's weird because uh, I'm looking at the standings right now on Formula One's website, and there's been a big push about how Mer- McLaren can't actually put any of the Mer- Mercedes uh, branding anywhere on the car. Uh-huh. Um, they can't even call it any, but uh in the constructor standings their team name is McLaren Mercedes. Yeah, it is weird, isn't it? Huh. Inconsistency. And then there's Aston Martin Mercedes. I guess they're just saying who's who's powering them because it's Haas Ferrari as well. Um but yeah, they have 163 points to Ferrari's 148 um which is uh yeah, Ferrari has to reclaim that. Now, do I think they do that this year? No. I also
0: um, not sure they do next year, but next year is way more I don't think anybody knows what's going to happen next year. Not a
1: clue. No. Uh, So it's going to be, it it will be interesting. We'll put it that way. It'll be very, very interesting. So, yeah. um, yeah. And then uh, I think that is it, except for we did see one of our old buddies return to form. Seb Vettel with a Spinella. Yeah. (laughs) He unforced error. I guess he just gave it a, you know, his rear axle. I think Martin Brundle said his rear axle locked up, whatever that means. Yeah. And uh, he went for a little uh, dosi do around the pit entry. The, the beautiful part of
0: the spinala there, though, is that he's been so good this year. He hasn't been like MVP territory, but he's been good this year. Yeah, is that that happens? And you know how many memes I've seen about, you know, oh Seb did a spinala. Yeah, that's the first one. The one you that just said right one. there is the first one I've connected. So I'm like, I, I, I he's, he, you know. He's, that happens when you push a car.
1: And the last few races, he's been doing awesome. Yeah. So, and uh, really cool, after the race, he went to the grandstands to clean with the cleaning crews. Which is what awesome. What a guy. Yeah, what yeah. a good dude. Yeah. So, uh, but Luke, that leads us to the big incident.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Let's I will let you, paint the picture.
1: I, I will let you do the whole blow by blow.
0: Okay. All right. So, um, lap one. Okay, Max Verstappen has the racing line off of the get-go, off of the line, uh, because he qualified in pole position. Blow for blow, uh, it was back and forth between Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton. It's important to put yourself in the driver's mindset in this opening lap. Both of them have been told by their teams, this isn't confirmed, but it's common knowledge that this is probably what was said, is if you lead at the end of the first lap, that is almost going to guarantee race victory, right? Because you dictate the pace. So both of them know, hey, we have this lap, this opening shot, this is our best shot, and title is, you know, a championship title is on the line. Two, we've demonstrated up to this point in the weekend that blow for blow, these two cars are damn near even. They're they're as even as two Indy cars almost, right? Like, they're pretty close at this track.
1: They're very close.
0: So off the line, you get, you know, a battle. Lewis peaks in two, three times, right? I think one of the interesting things is um, coming uh, coming off of the hangar straight. Yeah. So you have, uh, I'm going to try and do this from memory. You have start line, right? Then you have Abby. Then you go into, I think, farm and then the loop and then onto the hangar straight, right? Um, Lewis takes a peek he takes another peek at the hanger straight. tries to come up the, uh, tries to, uh, you know, come up the inside of Max or no, Max is on the inside of Lewis. They get through that. They go through club onto the club straight, right into Copes. Copes is a right hander and it is at the end of the old start finish line. So, uh, if this is one of your first seasons watching Formula One, you might be tempted to say it happened right at the start finish line. It did not. Old Silverstone ones. is just confusing like that.
1: It is they and uh I think our our friend friend of the show Todd uh pointed it out really well when we had him on they neutered the entire track when yeah. they when they redid it. So when the, when we're the, not big fans of this yeah. being the old start straight. We would rather much rather this be the current start straight. Absolutely.
0: Copes should be the first corner. Yep. And uh also I'll point this out too the top half and the bottom half of Silverstone drive almost the exact same. Yep. They look almost identical.
1: And they really should go back to the way it was cuz yep. that was awesome.
0: Yeah, Abby Abby should be going it should be a left-hand turn, not a right-hand turn. Anyway, back to back to blow by blow. Yeah. Okay. Copes is a is a not 90 degree, but we'll call about 70 degree right-hander, okay? The club straight is a short straight, but it is it's long enough to where you can maybe make a move or start to make a move. Hamilton swings to the inside, the wall side of this turn. He sticks a nose, and I don't think he was ever technically ahead.
1: He, he he sold him the dummy on the outside.
0: Yeah, he sold him the dummy on the outside. That so is that's so that's
1: the first time. So, which uh, is
0: a setup. What it does, what that does, is it lures Max to the outside to create room on the inside. Correct. Now Lewis is on the inside. Lewis is. I don't want to say he was ahead. I don't want to say he's even. I think he was maybe a tire's width behind.
1: He was. Yeah, he was. Re- Almost axle to axle.
0: Right. Now, this is important. As per the Formula One rules, it's not there's no definition of significantly alongside, but that is about as significantly alongside somebody as you can be without being ahead of them. Right. Right. Lewis goes in to the inside, max is on the outside outside. Max gives Lewis technically enough space to make a move. Lewis misses his apex by I would say probably two feet. Two and a half, three feet.
1: Two. Yeah. Two.
0: Somewhere in there. He misses his apex a lot by a Formula One driver standards, but in terms of overall space, not a ton.
1: Not a ton, no. By by Lewis's standards, a mile. Right. And that's what everybody held him to. Mm-hmm.
0: Max also is playing Lewis tight on the outside. He is trying to apex this as close as he can. Lewis, front tire, clips Max, back, right, rear.
1: Right. Front of the back right rear. Yeah,
0: the front of the back right rear. So Max almost runs over Lewis's front left tire. Yep. That sends Max hurtling off into uh, you know, the gravel, into the tire barrier. Significant repairs were needed. Red flag, Max is retired. Max hit with fifty-one G's of force, by the way, is the number that I've
1: seen around. The fan video is the one that everybody needs to go look it's,
0: at. It's brutal. Yep. It is brutal. Lewis gets a five. Second or 10 second, yeah, my bad. 10 second stop or not stop and go, but a 10 second penalty added to you know when he takes his net next pit stop pit stop,
1: stop, go, yeah, right. Well, not a stop, go, it's Just not a stop, second.
0: go, right, but it's a 10 seconds onto your next pit stop. So Lewis comes back and wins the race. The question is, is this move was 10 seconds the right penalty? Was it too much? Was it too little? Was it a racing incident? That is the question to dissect. And, Tim, you and I, uh, there's no way to jump around it. We're going to have to dissect it.
1: We, So, yeah, we're going to have to dissect it and come down on, like, where we as a show kind of see this. And the thing is, is it's not just um, – one of my favorite book series puts it the best. Uh, it's called The Expanse, if anybody is into sci-fi. Um, it's never the event that causes the most harm. It's always the cascade afterward that causes all the harm. So, right. you know, it's the fallout from a nuclear bomb or it's – the fallout from an event. So, the fallout from this event caused a cascade of issues and what we're going to call on the show a cacophony of, what would we say? Cacophony of, uh, of of grandstanding. Yeah. And they took the championship fight from the track to the pit wall and it got kind of, it actually got bad. So, you know the incident itself. Thank God, Max walked away. We're all very happy about well, that. Although,
0: as a side effect, he was very visibly, I would say, dizzy after yeah, that. He was shaken, very shaken. Was taken to the hospital uh, as a precaution. He's released. I, you know, here is the good thing: is this week is an off week, and then it's over to Hungary. I wouldn't be shocked if he has a, a low level concussion of some sort.
1: Probably, um, um, but you know that he'll have some time to recover, which is great. Yeah. Um, the thing for for us. So it's the first lap. Usually there's a pretty wide um berth given to drivers trying to get first laps in, especially at Silverstone where it is so difficult to overtake. The first lap is where a lot of things happen. Now, going alongside, did did Lewis go inside and did he edge him out? No. I think he actually had some understeer and he probably lost a little bit of control of the Mercedes. He wasn't like his he was fighting that steering wheel pretty decently yeah. In the, it, in the onboard. Well, and, and
0: Lewis doesn't want contact, right? This is – it's easy to forget, but, like, it behooves nobody in this situation to make contact.
1: Right, nobody. And the other thing you need to bear in mind is that there's context for this. There is context for this from the entire season. Luke and I actually called this weeks ago along with uh, most of the, you know, motorsport – World, When we saw this coming, but it, it was, it came on like a hurricane. You could see it miles away. And we're, for max max legendarily has zero qualms about putting someone in a compromising position and being driving recklessly
0: 2019 Austria
1: where uh, he, where he literally punted Charles off the track mm-hmm. and going into that, uh, up, hair, up the hairpin uphill. Yeah.
0: Um, he uh, turn three.
1: Turn three. So into turn three, Max. And you can tell Max could have gone farther. He overcooked it, and he bumped him off the track. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're going to say, oh, well, this is Cop's Corner. This is different. Tell me where else you're supposed to pass. Or, oh, we're supposed to, is this an, oh, I'm sorry, Christian Horner. Is this an unwritten rule of motorsport? I, I have a very dim view of unwritten rules. So the thing, the thing for me is that in the first lap, when they're both going for it, Lewis is way out of shape trying to, you know, take a peek here, take a peek there. He's give, he's given the dummy. He's trying to come back in and pass. It's a racing incident. Max turned in too soon. Lewis came in too late. And they came together. I, this was always going to happen at some point.
0: So here's here's where I fall as well, okay? Max, he was technically ahead by a nose, but the rule doesn't say. The rule says if you're ahead, you have the right to the line unless someone is significantly alongside you,
1: and that's significantly enough.
0: Right, eighty percent of the car. Yeah, <laughs> but it, there's no technical definition for what that means. But if there is a significant alongside, that's what it is. Max could have and should have given him a little more room. He had three quarters of the track to do it. The other thing too is Max. In his racer's mindset, it behooves him, okay, to pinch Lewis as hard as he can without incident, right? Because that um, ne- that necessitates Lewis hitting the brakes without, you know, for with him hitting the brakes more than he needs to, right? Yeah, it's classic. I I do it at the kart track all the time. You can ask any of the drivers that we've had on our show. They say, yeah, if you can pinch a guy without making contact, it makes him hit the brakes, and now all of a sudden you have, you know. On the other hand, Lewis is closed in on the inside. What it behooves him to do is subtly push Max as far out as he can because then Lewis can take the corner faster and maybe he can make Max hit the brakes a little more. The key is is both of these guys are acting, trying to input force on the other without touching the car, right? Because both of them know, you know, if I'm racing alongside you, I know, Tim, you don't want to hit my car. I don't want to hit your car, right? But if I subtly move towards you, I'm going to use that knowledge that you want to avoid an incident uh, to my advantage because that will make you move because you don't want to touch my car. So I'm going to make you not touch my car by moving you. Both of them are acting under that assumption, under that premise, and neither one of them bailed. To me, that is the epitome of racing incident. Both of these guys have done something where they operated in the gray area too much, And it just so happened that the gray area mishmashed together and they punted it. Now, I don't want to assign percentage blame, and I'm not going to because that can get very ugly, right? But the fact of the matter is it's not 100% Lewis and it's not 100% Max. They are both going into this corner. They're both acting in a way that pushes the other to the limit and tries to gain an advantage. And sometimes, you know, if, you know, if it's not 100, one guy and zero, the other, it ends poorly. Right. That's called racing. And at the end of the day, by penalizing this, I don't want to take away. I don't want the next time this incident, you know, we have a situation like this. I don't want Lewis to have to, oh, I better not get a penalty. Or Max, like, nah, I got to steer way outside and
1: just let Lewis zip by me because I don't want to. Or you won't dive at all. I could get a penalty. I'm going to stay right here on the racing line. And then we're just going to have a procession to the end. I'm not going to make any moves. I'm not going to take a duck on the inside. And that's the other thing. The sheer level of hypocrisy throughout the entire F1 world just boggles my mind. This is what you were all asking for. This is what we've all been clamoring for. And you finally get it. It shows that motorsport is dangerous. And all of a sudden, you're up in arms again. Are you joking? Wheel-to-wheel
0: racing. Do you know why Teams don't want a wheel-to-wheel race the entire time because it's dangerous.
1: It's expensive. It's expensive and expensive, dangerous. But yes. we
0: want it because it's exciting. Right. But now that we have it, we've punted a car off, which is the natural byproduct. It's like it's a, it's like you know a combustion engine giving off CO2. It's like that's the byproduct. Yes.
1: Yeah, these things happen. Like that's what you know, happens this is, when you
0: race wheel to wheel? Exactly. And I don't want to disincentivize racing wheel to wheel.
1: Correct. So I just think it the the level of hypocrisy. Because then Luke, what happened? was the natural fallout. So Max goes off. He hits the wall of 51G. Thank God he's alive. Thanks to God he's okay. But he did the 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 tire barrier is clearly the better choice. If he'd gone into Armco, that's a dead man. And uh, yeah, you know, the gravel tire, barri-
0: tire barriers have saved two lives in the last month or so between this and Detroit.
1: Yeah. Gr- uh, let's go tire barriers all the di- all the time. This yeah. is great. But um they you know they need time to clear it up. They need time to get it off the track. So and this they is red where
0: kind of the circus of I don't know about you, but I found what happens next to be in kind of a maybe a dark way deeply comedic. And I actually saw <laughs> I actually saw a chain bear tweet that says this is hilarious watching. And I was like, it's not just me, right? Because Christian Horner, you know, rings up. Ding, ding. P.S.
1: Hey. I love the fact that we get the calls to it michael is the, it is it is
0: the best addition that formula one has made in terms of their broadcast in maybe the last decade or more
1: that is for sure i also love uh the formula one uh codemasters uh graphic on the car in front as it's chasing where you see alonzo above the car so you're like oh that's who he's chasing
0: yes that was that was awesome in the sprint race and i yeah. hope that the sprint race brings more innovations to the broadcast yeah. package bring it,
1: that bring that please. The sprint,
0: the spr- Totally off topic. The sprint race felt like I was watching a different company present the race. Did it Did it not? The camera angles were different. The shots felt a little quicker. Uh, they had that kind of Alonzo highlight when, you know, what's his name, was following him. I forget who was following him. It was... It felt like I was watching a different—it felt like I was almost watching, like, a MotoGP race. Yeah. In terms of, like, oh, this is just a different broadcast package. Right. I liked it. Anyway. I liked
1: it, too. Anyway. Back but, to this. But the Michael Massey call was hilarious because it so, got several of them. But the right. first is—go ahead. Yeah,
0: the first—Christian Horner, you know, pulls out his phone and goes, you know, Hey, Michael, do you have a second? And you can you can hear, all right? You might not be able to audibly hear it, but you can feel it in your soul. Michael go, ugh. Yes, Christian, what's up?
1: <laughs> yeah. He's like, Yep. Uh, this is what this line is for. Yep. I'm here.
0: And Christian goes, Everyone knows you don't stick a wheel into at cop's corner. Anybody who's driven that track knows that you can't do it into cops. And Which yet, I want to point out too, just because it's a bad corner for overtaking does not mean it's an illegal corner for overtaking. There's nothing right. technically wrong with trying to pass at that corner.
1: And and you know, I take it I take Umbrage. Every time I hear it in baseball where someone says, oh, you're breaking the unwritten rule. That's the gentleman's agreement. The gentleman's agreement, the Christian Horner is pointing at and saying, uh-huh. But the thing is, is that Max is so guilty of that, hilariously guilty of that, that to say this now is just the pure base of hypocrisy. Like, that, you cannot sink any lower. In Spain of this year...
0: I'm not as mad at Christian Horner because I think he's doing exactly what his job is describing him to do, right? Like, he is a man who realizes that he's trying to fight for a championship, and a good chunk of winning a Formula One championship is finagling all sorts of BSE rules and slinging mud. That's how you win, baby. That's how yeah. you win off the track, and to win off the track, you have to win on the track and vice versa.
1: Right. What but I'm they- saying,
0: though, is Spain of 20, 20, Spain of this year, Yes. Max Punts Lewis wide. Lewis is lucky because I think I believe it's turn one. He, you know, it's can it's paved. He's recovering. And what's Christian Horner? Oh, that was just a mega move by Max. You know, just wheel to wheel racing. It was brilliant stuff. You know, good to see. Luckily, Lewis recovered. What happens now? But like, the atrocity, knows, the atrocity. Everyone the- knows you don't pass it. Turn one, which is a ninety degree right hand, left hand. Oh wait, no. No, Max can do it there, so Lewis can probably do it in the car. It's not really. Anyway,
1: yeah. the other and part it... of this
0: call that I like, though, yeah. is uh, is at the end. It was like watching a high school thespian. Like, it, and, you know, it was just dangerous. And thank God he's okay.
1: <laughs> well, thank God he is okay, yes. But, like, but like
0: um, the, the amount of stake the... he put on the thank God, I <laughs> yes. was like, oh, yes, doth he be
1: okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here's the other thing, though, is that I hate the hypocrisy. I think the self-righteous indignation is is a bit much for me. I but, don't like but here's the thing: the, if I'm in Max's position, I want Christian in my corner. I do too. And I it, think because that, that was great. He he hit the PR circuit so hard that it's that he was literally he and Toto both because yeah. Toto then called and then said, <laughs> uh, "Michael, I have sent you an email." With a diagram, you know, <laughs> which is, which is which just is so total. Michael, wolf. did
0: you get the email I sent you? I sent you an email with some and very helpful like, diagrams that displays where the car. This was ninety seconds
1: after the red <laughs> flag,
0: and Michael like, goes, "I don't check my emails during a race,
1: dude." <laughs> but they, but those, both of those guys went just so full out. The thing is, though, um, is that they have to realize that everything now is, and I'm sure they do. But their initial gut reaction is to capitalize and try to try and try to move the championship fight out of the stewards' office and into the court of public opinion, uh-huh. and that way they get things thrown their way, and they, that's fine. But is... they also need to realize that a natural byproduct of that is going to—you have to realize and see the moment that you're in. Yeah, if you are taking these things and making them super heated comments the internet is going to do the internet thing which is be terrible
0: out, literally all the time
1: yeah we they are the least they common denominator they always the lowest common denominator they always go to the wor- the lesser angels of our nature and they say awful stuff and it's and Lewis was the, unfortunately the victim of the things some that racist were saying, comments.
0: Yeah, the things that people were saying to Lewis and it wasn't just nobody I saw some gross things that uh unlike the Formula 1 subreddit, right? Usually um the the Reddit community isn't it, it's not the greatest community. Nobody's going to argue that the Reddit community is a, a shining gold star among the beacon of the internet, right? But yeah. like usually you don't see that. You saw some pretty hev- pretty heavily upvoted things you know, I saw one that got removed before it got removed. Um, that said, uh, this reminds me of Senna versus Prost. Oh, if only Lew- what happened to Senna would happen to Lewis.
1: It got bad, and yeah. they need to realize that the vitriol they show, they throw out there, shows the the base mentality that it's not go- that it's okay to speak out, and that's they need to realize that our current public lexicon, our current state of being is yeah. very easy to turn violent and to turn hateful it, and if, and in the interest of being competitors you can't really say things like you know that they did and they, it's not that they were doing it but you know they were saying oh we want more punishment more punishment well, okay, you can say that afterward and say we don't feel that you know the con- that the punishment was adequate. We do feel that you know further things you but need to when be you, civilized.
0: But when, yeah, when, when unci- being uncivilized only begets more uncivility, right? And we saw that from uh, Helmet Marco, everybody's favorite piece of safety equipment. Um, he said he wants Lewis to be banned for a race, which is r- ridiculously out of pocket. Like that is absolutely absurd. Um, you can even put a point on his penalty, a penalty, on his point license. on his license. I don't care about that, but right. banned for a race. You're saying that not because you're mad. Well, you're saying that one because you're mad, but you're saying that not because if you sat down and evaluated it, you agree with it. Right. You're saying that only because, because it gives job. you a championship correct advantage. I I, I I get that. At the same time, I go back, Tim. You and I are baseball guys, right? Right. Let's go back to Tony Larusa. Okay. <laughs> Tony La Russa, when he was with the Cardinals, who was public in him even when he was winning? Okay? Cardinals blow a game. Who's public in Who are people? We got to fire Tony La Russa, right? Tony La Russa, by the way, if you're not a baseball fan, is a Hall of Fame baseball manager. Uh, I believe second now on the all-time win list.
1: And probably one of the top five hard asses of baseball history. Right.
0: But you know what? When players played for him, right? Do you know? Let's say Jim Edmonds botches a catch. Right? Do you know what Tony La Russa does? Is he goes in there into this post game press conference and tries to make it about him? Why? Because, and I think this is very similar to Christian Horner and Toto Wolf. They're both very, very smart individuals, smarter than you or I. Why does Tony La Russa not talk about Jim Edmonds and instead talk about how you know the pitching matchup didn't work up, work out to get out of that? Because he doesn't want the public opinion. To Start talking about Jim Edmonds, my athlete. Mm. This, this brunt of this nature needs to go on me, Toto Wolf, because I don't want Lewis to. Unfortunately, Lewis heard about it, but this, this fight, we're going to take this fight off of Max Verstappen, and instead, you're going
1: to. It's going to be Red Bull gonna versus hate, Mercedes.
0: And you're going to hate. It's going to be Christian Horner versus Toto Wolf, because now Max Verstappen can sit there quietly and just do his thing.
1: Right. And so, and you're absolutely right. There. In a way, Tony La Russa, it's, most of the time back in the day, realized his his responsibility not only to his player and his team, mm-hmm. but to the conversation as a whole. Yep. And that's where I think Christian Horner fell down a bit. Yes. Because the, and Helmut Marco for sure did. Well, Hel- you know, his, Helmut <laughs> Marco's self righteous indignation is, is just a bit much for me. I'm sorry.
0: Not just this time. This is a pattern with Helmut Marco, everybody's favorite piece of, second favorite piece of safety equipment. Um, I don't know, I like visors a little better. Anyway, but uh <laughs> this is a pattern with helmet Marco. I mean, how many times have we seen him burn a, a, a you know, Red Bull junior driver? So many. With poorly oh, God, timed so many. how many poorly timed comments does he have that undermine his own team? And
1: and this time you're not undermining the team, you're undermining like the, someone else's person and it's like you 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 need to when you take shots like that. You need to be more nuanced, and you need to be more civilized. Period. Especially,
0: especially in an event like this where people act like, like Hamilton. You knew people were going to act like Hamilton wanted to murder Max Verstappen, right? Which he objectively did not, right. right? Like I, I, there's no reason to believe that. I know this is tough to say because you and I both came out as saying I think we're rooting for Mercedes yeah. <laughs> this championship.
1: We are, Wh- yeah. which
0: I undermines our ability to say this. But like uh, Lewis did not try to murder Max, okay? No. It was a racing incident. This is a nuanced thing. And in an era where the internet is so completely um it, the, the internet is literally just caveman brain personified. Yep. Yes. Right? Like It's
1: the it is the id of our society.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I always I describe caveman brain as like you ever um you ever on a date with a girl and you're like, I bet if I do this thing, it'll impress her. And you do this thing and it, it's not cool, right? Like, I bet you, I bet you, like, if I rolled down this hill for no particular reason, she'd be like, what a goofball. And it's like, no. Um
1: I have never once thought that.
0: Well, you you do stupid things to try to impress women. Men do that all the time, right? Well, cavemen brain. Caveman brain. Yep. Right? Um why? Because it 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 is just it's hardwired. It's the dumbest, th- the dumbest possible we thing are, we can do. We are do. indeed morons. Yes, we're morons who only follow whatever the hormones are pumping through. Anyway, the <sighs> the key is here is that caveman brain it rules on the internet. Whatever gets those hormones firing that tell you, you know, yes, I can't type the keyboard because me, we're recording. Me, man, me do things. <laughs> but Lewis Hamilton, worst man ever, or the worst driver of all they, time.
1: And the you know the internet will go after you for anything. Right. and mo- easily for them it's
0: there's no such thing as nuance on the internet and there's, and there's no, no such, such thing, thing as decency yeah and there's no such thing as really nuances falling out of lexicon but that's totally in, in a court of purse that's a that's a personal thing it
1: is it's a personal thing <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that out
0: but the thing but, the fact of the matter is is you can't make something as nuanced as that incident and just yank the nuance out of it correct. and expect there to be zero ramifications from it
1: and that's and i think that our point cuz we're completely on the same page is you need to hold yourself to a higher standard when you're in christian and toto's position and for anybody that says oh tim luke it's you know it's the heat of the moment it's the heat of this and they get they get angry yeah that's great for the drivers yeah you're paid an insane amount of money to, to run teams and to be measured and to be a manager i'm sorry i don't get that leeway at my job right if I'm pissed and I'm and I wanna do that, I better go find a way to vent somewhere else because I'm not allowed to do that stuff or yeah. I get fired.
0: Yeah, well, dude, if I have a bad day and I have, you know, something just go entirely wrong here, you know what Mike Ryder does to me, right? He says, you know, he'll go, Hey, take 20, 30 minutes, do whatever, go out, work it out of your system, come back and we'll get right back on it. Right? Yeah. Because why? He need he's the measured guy, right? Yes. He's phenomenal boss, but he's the measured guy, I mess up the performance, I do something that I'm not happy with the product, I go off, I go, "Mm." in private, by the way, uh, which I realize, I say in private, but I I also realize that if you're Max, if you're Lewis, if you're anybody else on the grid, you do not have a private area Mm -hmm. at at that track, like there's no way to do that in private, in that situation whatsoever, but but you get it out of your system, right? Maybe it's as hidden as possible, but still public. (laughs) But they need to be the boss in that situation. They need to be, my driver's doing his thing. Here's the thing. And also, too, heat of the moment, I understand. Some of these comments were coming out two, three hours after the incident. You got to be calm at that point. I don't care, man. You have to be calm.
1: And the other thing is that, you know, you better get your house in order. You can't have Helmet Marco running around the paddock saying, you know, oh, he deserves this, he deserves that, we think this, we think that. You need a message, and you need a dictator in Christian Horner and Total Wolf spot. So I think it was a, a comedy of errors. Um, I think that they did not take their responsibility to uh, the public discourse very seriously, and they made very heated comments. And unfortunately, Formula One needs to be above that yeah. because if you racing is one, if you want everyone to be treated equally, you need to recognize that our current situation socially on social media and the internet itself is not good. And you We li- cannot be civilized with one another. So you have to be a better role model and a better example. And yes, I hold you to that standard. You paid an insane amount of money to do so.
0: And you literally had a report, um, what was that? Less than a week ago? Maybe a week ago, I believe it was last time we were recording that report dropped on Monday. Yeah. Uh that talked about, you know, it, how much abuse guys like Lewis Hamilton receive online yeah the hamilton report it
1: was what it's called right and it's like and we're not saying you can't be critical of lewis hamilton be critical but don't do, do call you realize, for more pun- do, uh, realize gonna, what you're saying
0: we're sitting here as two guys who for the past eight well for the past seven years because we've said we kind of want him to win this one i just want a good fight but i also want him to win because again Wayne Gretzky sat go back and listen to one of those episodes we're sitting here as two guys who, over the last seven years up until this point, have wanted nothing more than Lewis Hamilton to DNF a couple races because I won a championship fight. Yeah,
1: we do, but safely it's also safely DNF,
0: but DNF a few races. Come on, man!
1: Have an engine uh, power failure or something like That's that. Something, but you know, it's just, mm, you know, this this weekend, I just a uh, just the self righteous indignation from everyone. It was a bad look. It was a really bad look, and I I do hold you know Toto and Christian responsible for that. So we need to be better.
0: Every, we do need to be better. I think in a way, though, too, there are positives to come out of this.
1: Oh, yeah. Because I'm really excited about that. Because this
0: is one of maybe, if not the—I know it's a bad look. We just got done trashing about how bad it looks, right? And we
1: we, we is, owe us responsibility. We owed it to everybody.
0: Right. But, again, this might be maybe the— best thing to happen to the championship at this juncture as well you yeah. could have handled it better but an incident like this it is it, Max Verstappen has un, unfollowed literally everybody Mercedes related on everything which is a, a totally ridiculous reporty thing like I hate when I see headlines yeah, but on it's that. also
1: like did you but, have to be such a child Max but, <laughs> did did Charles Leclerc do that to you oh my god <laughs> but grow up
0: but it is so gloves off right now. I almost lament the fact that Hungry is Hungry and it's the next track. Can you imagine if if the next track was Monza where you you know, you can go duke it out over the course of several laps?
1: I just want to see him get to Spa.
0: Get to Spa would be huge. It is gloves off because any semblance of respect the two had before out the window is
1: gone. And the thing is again, this was the most foreseeable problem. Ever
0: you you we, and you and I and shoot, Mar, I'm giving credit to Martin Brundle. All right,
1: all right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, like you can say what you want about the man, but he's in, driving
1: into a disappearing wedge.
0: But immediately after, I, I really think it should was,
1: stop. Since we're trying to interview more people, I really should stop just taking the piss out of everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I do, I do think though that uh, I think it was either Brundle or Croft. It might have actually been
1: David Croft. It was Crofty.
0: Yeah, Crofty goes. Well, unfortunately, we you could see this one. This was a long time coming. And like it really was, we knew that we were going to have a Hamilton Rosberg moment with Hamilton and with Lewis and Max. We knew that
1: at at Spain of this year. Yeah, we knew that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm shocked it didn't happen in Baku. I was gonna say we. I mean, we knew this in Bahrain. Yeah, they they were, Max was always going to be aggressive, and eventually Lewis was stop was going to stop giving him quarter, and he did. Yeah, and he did it at his home race
0: because the only time, the only reason Lewis had a bit of gave him quarter before, uh, was because Mercedes led pretty comfortably, and there's no need to do that. Right now, there's it's gloves off, baby.
1: It's gonna be a good show. (laughs) I am excited for the next ones, uh, but I do think that everybody kind of needs to shape up. Take a chill pill. Yeah, we the the demons are in the social media and the internet. We need to. Oh, the internet
0: needs to fix itself. Oh, uh, uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're ending on a joke here folks <laughs> uh,
1: but we are excited about hungry uh we're excited about next week we can't even talk about it yet yeah we can't talk
0: awesome. about it but uh we don't have a guest i've but taken we have, I've, it,
1: had, I've taken half a day off work
0: yeah guys he's that big to, to be at a to be at a racetrack yes uh we'll we'll tell you about it Yes, next week on the formation lab live at the time from the 101 espn studios Welcome all.
1: Wow, (laughs) that was rough.